What's up, everybody? Hi. Take a seat. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Sorry, the Lulu lounge. Uh, with us, as always, is Kev Quinn and special guest, my brother, back from California. He walked all the way here. Um, back from California, that's a really long name. Back from California. <laughs> but yeah, we're super excited to have him back here in the lounge and uh, super excited to see everybody out there. Look, our dad tuned in this evening. Oh, hey. hey. Hi, Dad. Hey, Dad. Mr. Cahill. He's going to call me right now and be like, you're on the internet. <laughs> you're inside my phone. He called me once. I was on I was on uh, WMMR once um, talking to Jackson about Downtown Harvest. And he, I looked down at my cell phone and it was my dad called, our dad. And he's like, you're on the radio. <laughs> we're on the internet, Dad. Wow. Um, so yeah, I guess it's been like uh, two weeks since the last time we had a podcast. Uh, a lot of things have changed. A lot of things uh, in the world seem to be, you know, it's kind of good, I guess. I mean, the French president's in town. Donald Trump seems to be very awkwardly touching him. And I just saw something recently where he, he wiped off dandruff from his shoulder, which I really just can't understand how somebody would do that in the public forum. But uh, we're not here to talk about politics. We're here about talk, talk about pop culture. And one of the things that I've been dying to talk about on the show, and I'm sorry for the people who... Um, I haven't seen it. We're going to dive right into it, but uh, we're going to talk about A Quiet Place. Mm. Um, mm. A Quiet Place, mm. to me, was mm-hmm. something that I just needed. It's been a really long time since um, i seen something uh, on the big screen that really made me re- like scared for real, for real. But I'm going to let you guys talk first. Sam, since you're the guest of honor... Oh. How'd you feel um, about a Quiet Place? Are we are we doing spoilers? Yeah, yeah. If they yeah, if they spoiler. haven't seen a Quiet Place, you could turn it's been off. Been out for like three or, weeks. You know, now, throw your so. phone yeah. against the wall. Well, we're about to ruin the whole movie. <laughs> um, what I guess what stood out to me was the little action of stepping on a nail is what sets off the whole movie. You know, like who mm. could think that one little action would lead to event after event of just insanity. You know yeah, what's interesting? It's it's the nail, but it's actually the wash. Cause she, she was carrying the oh, wash up. Oh yeah, I hate. The and we all know out there how tedious the wash is, right? Raise your hand if you've ever been guilty of leaving your wash in the dryer, or leaving your wash in the washer and not, you know, you forgot about it, and then the next day you wake up and you're like, oh man. Oh, like every time I do laundry. It smells, yeah. Yeah. I wish, that, I wish there was something yeah. that could like <clears throat> warn you of it. What's my dad saying right there? We have a comment. We have so a glad that Tyler pooped in the pot. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, him. yeah. Oh, you told him. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, this live right now. It's live. Yeah, he pooped in the pot. Deuced. He yeah. deuced. It was more of a pee-pee, but there was a little bit of poop, right? But he was pooping in the... It was a big body. For those yeah. of you tuning in, we're talking about my son. He's two. Not some adult. Um, <laughs> Doing it on the big But yeah, it was, it was pretty cool to see that, though. <laughs> but he's, like, super proud. And, like, now I guess the, the main problem is that... Um, we can't keep him off the, the pot. <laughs> he wants to be on the pot. He's yeah. just sitting there like, um, he calls Sam, we'll tell everybody what the name is. He, he, he gives Sa? It. It's S-A-I, so it's like, Sa. Sa. It rem- Sa. I think Sa. it's, you know, like Raphael had yeah. the size. Yeah. So that's what I, I okay. kind of think it sounds like. But yeah, he pooped in the pot and uh, 
Yeah, he, he's figured out how to unlock doors and uh, unlock the refrigerator. Mm. It's good times, mm-hmm. you know? I rest uh, at nighttime. Mm. Um, a quiet place. But yeah, that's one it's of the similar reasons similar to it's having a two-and-a-half-year-old. staying at my house, right? You've been staying with me. Well, as, yeah, as well, like you yeah. don't want to wake the two-and-a-half-year-old up. Mm-hmm. So like every little action you make, yeah. you know, it's like You're the, conscious a quiet place. Yeah. yeah, what a crazy... Like, see, that's for me, that's why it was so scary is just because, you know, I've only been a dad for two years. And there's no fear greater in the world than your son or daughter um, being in jeopardy. So for me, that was the, the ticket. What about you, Kev? How did you feel? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was great. I uh, I, I kind of echo what you were saying, too. Like, I feel like it's been a long time since we've had, like, an original type of idea from Hollywood. And yeah. it's just not something that's been regurgitated over and over again as far as an idea went. And it was just... Uh, I was glad it wasn't a completely silent film. You know, like there was like a very small amount of dialogue. But um, I just loved how they were able to just take uh, emotion uh, with how we express ourselves with uh, our facial expressions, right? And just use that as a way to communicate. Because there was a lot before they even started using sign language where you could see like, just the fear and John, and the, just the opening scene, Junkers right? Junkers' face, yeah. face of like, oh my god, he, my son has an instrument that will make noise that will draw them, yeah. And you just like, as an audience member, you're sitting there like, some shit's about to go down mm-hmm. because he kind of set the stage for like, yeah, you you can't make any noise, uh, and then just that whole, you know, when he does, you know, put the batteries in and. You know, and then the, they come out of yeah. the woods and they just snatch his son. I mean, that's within the first so, like, yeah, that's the first ten minutes. So like, of the that's film, like though, the jump like, off. And like, I was in at that point. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm loving this. Oh already. yeah, I mean, so, so on a uh, quick note though, Sam and I had a different experience. Uh, we went to the <coughs> AMC Plymouth Meeting mm-hmm. Mall to yeah. see the film, and they left the house lights up wow. for the first ten minutes. And like yeah. all week long, Sam and I we read Collider.com. Huh. It's saying the first 10 minutes are the best thing you've ever seen and like we're sitting in a, in a theater with, with the brightest lights like you know and it's just like what like yeah. so was it playing well, but you just couldn't see it oh it was playing went? on the big screen but okay. you know like they didn't bring down the house lights it was so, shocking you know. yeah. the ambiance was ruined the ambiance yeah. was ruined for the but first 10 minutes but and also turn them off. do you remember we were uh, next door in the theater adjacent to us was Ready Player One. Oh yeah we could and hear we it. could hear it because it was silent for the first right. you know however yeah, yeah, long yeah. Hmm. So um, that you know that made the experience yeah. interesting. Yeah, from a lifetime of being quiet, like <laughs> when, I, when I lived with the the band Downtown Harvest, we all lived in one room, so we would watch VHS VHS tapes at night with the subtitles turned on. <laughs> so like I just got really used to like uh, reading movies for a long time, and you know like certain shows. Like when I did watch Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. there's so much you know content in that dialogue. I would mm-hmm. watch it with the subtitles on, so I could kind of figure out what's going on, you know what I mean? But, like, I like reading, so it was, like, really, it was fun to read in the movie theater, and, like, I didn't hear anybody chewing popcorn, did you? Yeah. Did you? (laughs) Yeah, I did. You did? Yeah, well, (laughs) so, (laughs) not only that, there was a woman next to me who had, like, this really (laughs) overbearing perfume on. Oh, man. And occasionally she would take out her little fan mm-hmm. and fan herself because it was hot, which would just make her perfume waft its way over oh to me. God. So I'm like sitting there like this, like watching the movie, trying to cover my nose because it smelled so bad. Mm-hmm. So it was like mm. a little was it like interruption a, to my experience, but overall it was fine. A little testy. What, yeah. Let's talk about that real quick. What, tough, what's man. the worst experience, Sam, you've ever had in the movie theater? And if anybody out there in the Facebook <clears> land <throat> wants to chime in and oh. request, you can request to come on the show. 
Um, all you got to do is, I think, hit that button there and say request to go live with Bob. <coughs> what was the worst cinematic experience that you had? Okay. Um, it was actually uh, first grade, Cool Runnings. We were horsing around. We weren't fighting. We were just playing. And my, my wrist broke. <laughs> and we all thought it was just a bruise and, you know, it was fine. But, yeah, I sat through all of Cool Runnings with a broken wrist yeah. <laughs> while it was swelling Big up. Big brother. Sorry. Wait, you broke his wrist? Yes, we were downstairs. Yes. In the, okay, we were in the den. <laughs> we were playing around. We were very physical. There's a seven-year difference between us, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Now we're both in their 30s, so, you know, we're just getting old together. But back then, you yeah. know, it was, it was there was no internet. Yeah. I mean, we had Nintendo 64, but how many fights did we get in with that? Super Nintendo, right? I mean, like... We fought over... We fought over Mario Kart, I remember a lot. But anyway, look, I, see that. I broke his wrist, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> and then we went to see Cool Runnings, and, like, anytime I think of, like, either, like, Jamaica, Jamaica or anything like that, hey. I think of, like, you know, like, Cool Runnings. Yeah. We got the bobsled team. I love the movie, though. <laughs> Great movie. It, like, the broken wrist didn't affect my experience. And, like, after the movie, did you, like, realize that your wrist was... No, we didn't realize it was broken until the next morning. When I woke up, oh, and, it was really and then we went it was to the hospital. Up. He's got a high yeah. threshold. For it was pain. like all like bruised, like yeah. swollen and black. So that was um, 1991. Four or one? Was it? Probably ninety one. Yeah. yeah. Cool Runnings was probably ninety one. John Candy passed away, I think, around that time. I don't have Google here. I'm lost. Yeah, no. My so brain's you were like searching what? for you. Were like six, seven, I six or seven. I, I was yeah. in first grade. Yeah, that's all I remember. Yeah. But yeah, cinematic experiences like that, I mean, I can't imagine going to uh, the movies with a broken wrist. Um, I, 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 the fir- 1999, when I saw The Matrix for the first time, I saw it at the 309 Cinema. Um, mm-hmm. It's no longer there. I think it's there, but they redid it. They had the volume turned up to 20. Like, you know, normally it's probably at 10. Mm-hmm. It was at 20, man, for the two-hour movie. And like, you know... The, it's a visually gorgeous movie, and I was taking it all in, but, like, every time an action sequence happened, mm-hmm. I, I, I was like this. Yeah. It was just too loud, man. Yeah. It was just too much. Yeah. And in hindsight, I should have complained, but I didn't. Yeah. But what it was, was... Yeah, what was yours? Well, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Was it the perfume? No. Mm. Um, I don't know that it was bad. It was just kind of funny. It was, uh, it was actually Matrix um, Reloaded. Um, How funny. Halfway through... It just it, it stopped. The movie stopped, and the um, house lights came up, and we all just kind of sat there for a mm-hmm. while. And it was in King of Prussia, and um, I was with a friend of mine, Derek, and another guy, Richard. And uh, the one guy, Richard, there was a girl walking down the on the aisle, and she remember she had this weird shirt, and like it didn't really meet say anything. It was just uh-huh. like awkward, like. <laughs> Just you could tell it said something, but you couldn't really say, see what it said. Uh-huh. And he's like, "Oh my god, hey, what's your shirt say?" And she stopped and she folded the shirt up and it said, "Fuck off." Oh wow! And then all these people started laughing at him. Mm-hmm. And then a few minutes later, someone else stood up and we're like, "Hey, it's my friend's birthday today. Can we all sing happy birthday to him?" So they all we all sang happy birthday. And then uh, and then and this was like all over like half hour. Wow! They just never turned the film back on. Nobody and was up there. And the manager finally came in and uh, was like, oh, I'm so sorry. We have to, we can't show the rest of the movie. And they just gave us all tickets and we all left. So it wasn't a bad experience. Yeah, it was just an awkward it was one. one. It was very yeah. weird. Yeah. It's like that episode in Entourage with Aquaman. The heat wave yeah. turned it off. Yeah, it was sorry, rolling bl- blackouts. <laughs> yeah, and drama's yeah. like, you better sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I love that episode. Yeah. But yeah, it's so funny how like when we go to the movies, like our experience, like we spend so much money for it. So it's almost like we own a part of the screen. We own a part of the seat, the popcorn. And then one person could just set it off mm-hmm. the wrong way, you know what I mean? But yeah, 
Um, with a quiet place, mm. though, it was a totally different experience. And like our theater, it was super quiet. That's I don't good. think I heard anybody chewing popcorn, really. Mm-hmm. No, there was one thing. Remember before? So, like, <laughs> let's talk about this, right? So, how much has the game changed with going to the movies where now you get to pick your seat? Yeah. Tell them what happened. Remember what happened before? Uh, yeah, I mean, certain people, like, read the number upside down, and they have mm-hmm. seat nine, and yeah. they, they try to sit in seat six. Yeah, yeah they don't get it. And, and they look at you like you're, like, stupid. You're in your yeah. area. Yeah. And ha- this one couple, like, moved down. Like, they just kept going down. I don't think that that, that couple <laughs> yeah. had tickets. Mm. But, I mean... It could be it. It's harder to... Well, uh, no, look, I've never... I've never done a double dip movie like that, but I know people do. Never I would find dip? it very extremely difficult to do now with yeah. assigned seats, right? You can't. You I can't do it. It'd be pretty hard unless it's a movie that's been out for a while. True. You could probably dip in like maybe during the day and see like two or three, but <laughs> and I've never done it when it was regular seating. But I imagine it's probably I'm much of that. harder to do oh now. You've God. done it before. What was your double dip that you've gone to see? Let's just put it this way. I, I, I snuck our grandmother in to see W. We didn't pay for her. Okay. We didn't pay for a ticket. My grandmother um, wanted to see. She really disliked uh, uh, George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. And then the film came out when, I guess, Bush was still in, the, in office. I, I snuck her in. Snuck the her in. And I think it was my idea. I was just like, oh, we shouldn't pay to see this movie, Grandma, right? <laughs> you don't like him, right? But there was other things, but, I mean, we won't go into it. There's it's <laughs> a lot of stories <laughs> but yeah I mean the movie theater is a sacred place right mm-hmm. I mean it's like where everyone comes and like I, I just read something today they say that movie theaters are here to stay they're not going anywhere and Netflix well Netflix I just read the other day mm-hmm. they're thinking about uh, buying, buying some buying some theaters to release their stuff on a big screen versus just, just so they can TV. compete in the Oscars mm-hmm. what do you think about that you live in Los Angeles do you think that's fair yeah of yeah. course yeah I mean it all starts with a story, and the story gets made. I don't, I don't think it matters how it's made. Yeah, but yeah, they have plenty, plenty of original programming that it makes sense. I know it's got. It's just, I guess, from what the norm is, it's almost like it's backwards, right? Because mm-hmm. we're used to a film being made and then going up out in the theater, or if it's really bad, just going straight to DVD. Yeah, but those are even becoming obsolete. So it's all about streaming. So. You get uh, Netflix and, and, and a machine like Netflix that's mm-hmm. putting out original program. Now they're like, well, well we're going to take it to the big screen and give it a better experience to have people seeing it. So it feels like it's it's reversed in a sense of how we're used to how stuff comes out, how we get information and as far as movies go. You know, It'd be interesting to uh, see, um, like, sort of like last year at the Oscars, um, Get Out, uh, The Shape of Water, I mean, a monster movie, a love story, one best picture. I would like to see A Quiet Place in the category for best picture next year. I would like to continue the trend of horror movies, mm-hmm. continue it, you know, like to to be taken seriously, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Why do you think horror is in demand right now? Is it because we're living in horrific times? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, you just took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Look, look what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, we want, like, replacement anxiety. We want replacement horror. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, there's so many things that are going on that, you know, are just not... I, I don't know. I, it, I just find it an original movie like that that can take you out of your element for two hours or an hour and a half or whatever. I mean, that's... I mean, there's so many movies that... I mean, you you know, Sam, like, how many films we watched that follows the same pattern, like that Truth or Dare film. How many times did they make that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, like, over and over again. Yeah. And it's sad that people still continue to go. Like, well, go. I, I, I mean, I pay to go see Bill Murray in Groundhog Day too, but I don't need to go see Truth or Dare, you know. Yeah, no. But Get Out, yeah, I, I, I was scared yeah. in the movie theater, man. Yeah, you know? I, I didn't see it in the theater, but I did. I do remember seeing it, and it was a shame. I remember uh, watching it after we did like a wrap up of last year, uh, going back because you had, you know, uh, made such a 
influence on me. I really look to your opinions yeah. on stuff and uh, as far as you know, movies, well, other things too, but movies and shows and stuff. And I'm, I was like, I got to go watch Get Out. And I, I was like, I wish I would have seen this before our wrap up uh, mm-hmm. of last year because it was just an amazing, again, original story. Make the list, yeah. That um, it was just unexpected, you know. Totally I'm, unexpected. You know, right? I, I'm watching, I'm like, oh, okay, like, yeah, racial diversity with the black guy and the white chick dating and how's that going to play out with the family and like oh they're kind of weird and then it like took this whole weird turn I was like what the fuck yeah, that, is that going turn on is, <laughs> where'd you see you, you, know? you see in the theaters or you... yeah I saw it in the Arclight theater yeah mm-hmm. Arclight um, cinema is one of the best places to see <clears throat> theater but did you get I mean a movie but did you see with somebody or did you go by yourself I went alone with like a dirty gym bag like with so like soaking wet clothes <laughs> oh that I put on the floor um, I don't know why I mentioned that, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's what you were. I loved it. It's that experience, right? I mean, I, I actually liked it. Um, do we have a comment? We have a couple comments. Who's talking here? Oh, let's see what we got. We have. Uh, oh, it's Brian Fife. Three hundred nine has been remodeled. Yeah, it's three. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Is it the three hundred nine? Really? Mm. Have you been there? Look mm. at the delay. Isn't it bizarre? Yeah, it's crazy. It's like a horror movie. What's three hundred nine? It's that theater. Um, yeah, where he, um, Bob was saying he saw. Oh. This trio. Uh, what's up, say? Ian? Look, there's your mom. There's your mama. I know my mom's on there. Hey, Ian. Your mama. Um, what's up, Ian? Ian, what did you think of uh, Get Out? I forget what it was. I'd like to know your opinion on that. What's that? It was like one of the really old theaters that... It was like one of the last to get renovated. Like they still had the really old, like even... You're talking about right here? Yeah, uh, Three Nine Cinema. Oh, like, yeah. Even yeah. before... So like the first wave of renovations was stadium seating. Before like... Um, before... Uh, mm-hmm. Reserve seating. It was stadium seating, right? Well, stadium 309 sucked. still had the original seats from, oh, like, wow. back in, like, the 80s and 90s where it was, like, you kind of had a little bit of a slant but not very much. Like, you, if someone was big that sat in front of you, you would you would see their, their head for the whole whole movie. Yeah, and remember that? really uncomfortable seats. That, like, you could feel the metal as soon as you sat down. Like, there was the padding was... God, I remember off. this. Like, sitting sitting in a seat, right? And, like, the movie's about to be getting it. And, like, you watch somebody come in, like, please don't sit. Yeah. Please don't sit in front of me. And then they they come in and they'd be like this, like... <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that's the and whole movie. you'd just be like, oh. Yeah. You know, like... Well, I'm, I'm the, the last worst. thing I saw there was Ocean's Eleven. That was the last movie I saw there, and I remember then thinking like, "This this theater is just terrible." It's done. Yeah, because you could, like I said, you could you sat down and you felt the metal in the seat, Ugh. and the cushion was just all gone. I think Ocean's Eleven was like two thousand one, right? Sam was just oh. telling me they got Ocean's Eight coming out. Who's in Ocean's yeah. Eight? Uh, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Is that I know, uh, she's George Clooney. Is this in the original? Oh, Bullock. Well, it's Bullock. It's like, Bullock. It's like a. It's almost like a spinoff in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think. I think Matt Damon's character's in it. Um, He's from from the from the original Ocean's Crew. Yeah, Linus okay. is his name. Mm. Yeah, I think he, I, I saw him cast in it. Uh, Sandra Bullock's in it. Uh, Kate Blanchett, Rihanna. Um, What's the girl's name from American Horror Story? Mindy Kaling. Oh, Sarah is in it. Paulson. Sarah Paulson's in it too. So I love that name. Love you know Sarah that Paulson. name just sounds like I guess it's because of Fight Club that her I name was, is, her name yeah, is Sarah Paulson. Yeah, but like it just her name is just so like cinematic. Wait, you who? Know? Sarah Paulson. S- Sarah Paulson. Oh yeah. No, yeah, in yeah. Fight no, Club, uh, his it's, name it's, is Robert. Paulson. Is Robert Paulson? Oh, okay. remember when it's Bob, Bob died? Yeah, Paulson. Bob, yeah. Well, it's like Pulse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I but I, I, I like her. I've never. I haven't seen her in like a big. Budget film. She's always yeah. on American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. You watch American Horror Story too, right? Mm-hmm. She, she was like in Twelve West? Years a Slave. That's right. She was in Twelve Years a Slave. I she forgot. was a 
Can I say the B word? You can say the B word. She was a I'm bitch. I'm a school teacher. I can't say it. I don't condone it. But it's funny. I do cursing on the on the podcast. Yeah, he's allowed. Oh. I don't curse. Yeah, he told me no f bombs. But I, I you say, can f bomb if you want. I just can't I because some of the students' yeah. parents may Sometimes be watching. Yeah. yeah, that's mm-hmm. what people want to hear. Yeah, I have to spell out the f word at home now because Tyler knows what it is. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. <laughs> What's the say? Julia Roberts. He hasn't seen any of those movies. Hey Kelly. Hey Kelly. Oh yeah, Julia Roberts, Roberts is really good in that. Oh, you know, yeah. I, I feel so bad. My yeah. wife constantly is like, "Can we please watch Aaron Brockovich?" I've never seen it. I've never seen it, but I know it <sighs> beat Titanic, it. right? Oh, uh, did it? She she beat Kate Winslet over Titanic. Oh, for Best Actress. And yeah, ever since then, I never really that same it. year. Okay. I'm, I could be making that up. Well, I was going to say, Titan- we Titanic it. won Best Picture that year, yeah. for sure. Titanic won so much that year, right? Yeah. yeah. It, but it I could see her. I could see Julia winning that. Why is he but Kate Winslet. Like a real person, though? Kate mm-hmm. Winslet should have got it. Yeah. I think she should have won for uh, Eternal Sunshine. That's There's a was book. Mine, yeah, that was amazing, too. There's She's a really book, good now. Jack. <laughs> You've seen that so video, right? So what's your theory about the, about the door? Yeah. Oh, they both could have fit on that door. But then, like... I don't know. It doesn't make the drama love. So yeah, but he like really wanted to make sure she was going to stay on that door, so he sure. sacrificed himself to keep that door afloat. Yeah, okay. But there was enough room on there for both of them. I, I got to say, Titanic is like my favorite movie. I've seen it about 50 times. Mm-hmm. I can't recite it line for line, but mm-hmm. I know a couple lines. Mm-hmm. Like, um, reddish brown, reddish brown, like when she's looking for her relative on the rescue ship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've seen it. But I know what you're talking Yeah, it's a good movie. It was, um, it's very long, though. But that, it's like one of those movies that, like, when movies were if it comes on, I'm like, am I going to invest the time to watch this again? Because I don't want to, yeah. you know, it's certain parts. If you start watching a certain part, you're just in. And you have to watch. It's like Shawshank. If Shawshank yeah. comes on, even if it's, like, edited for TV. Is that long? Yeah, it's really long. But it's actually, it's a short story in the book, though. But they made it into a long movie, right? Shaw- yeah. Shawshank isn't a full novel. It's like a... Oh, I don't know. Small part, right? I don't, that I don't know. Ian Reid, I'm very aware that I'm pushing 40, and, uh, you know, I'm cool with it. Oh. Yeah, he stunned me. <laughs> Bob, you're pushing 40. I know. I know he's saying you can swear because you're pushing 40. Well, I just can't, dude. I'm a, yeah. I, I teach first grade, for God's sake. Come <laughs> on, what kind of role model would I be if I dropped the F-bomb? Well, you'd be teaching them. I can't them stop other people. I'd be teaching them. Valuable how. words. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you Mr. remember. Mr. Cahill said ducking. He said it's ducking crazy. I, I I don't even go that way because they're too smart, man. Kids are way smarter. Like you know, yeah. like you can't even spell in front of them. Mm-hmm. But I want to say there was like Titanic, Goodfellas, all those movies back in the day. They were super long. Mm-hmm. Remember the double VHS? Like it was yeah. like okay. Well, even the, the whole D- thing. even the DVD with Goodfellas, you, you got to a certain point where you had to like flip the DVD because it was too long. <laughs> you may swear. Um, but comments. now movies are becoming shorter. Like a Quiet Place was like an hour and a half. Right. Yeah. I mean. But I felt like it was just perfect the time mm-hmm. that they made it, and 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 I said the other day when we left, I said to my buddy Josh, I was like, I feel like, I feel like they could they set it in a place where they ended it where it could have a sequel, but I don't feel like they should make a sequel out of it. Titanic? No, no, no. Uh, Quiet Place. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, just in my the ship mind, sinks. Like, he's talking about Quiet Place, right? The ship sinks in Titanic. Well, spoiler. I, yeah, Quiet Place was that. Mm-hmm. I feel actually, like I, I just want to cut you off real quick. There yeah. is a Titanic two VOD oh, movie. Really? <laughs> you remember seeing it on? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they made one. I don't know oh. what the premise is, but I know it's out there. That, <laughs> I, I think uh, it's Titanic like two. A new ship named Titanic two recreates the same voyage <laughs> and suffers the same. Oh, that's fate. it. That's it. Yeah. Did you see it? No. <laughs> did you ever see Raising the Titanic, where they actually mm-hmm. raised? I the did. Titanic? I did see that with James. 
But um, what you were saying, Kevin, I, I, yeah, I, I don't like when like when a film is really good like that and they just leave it alone mm-hmm. and don't go into mm-hmm. sequel territory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It becomes more special in a way, yeah. right? You know, it's Absolutely. like it's a different type of vibe. But if you were going to do a sequel for A Quiet Place, what would you do, Sam? Would you do the prequel of how the creatures got no. here? No, because then you no. Or would you d- continue the story? Spoilers now. If you haven't seen it, just throw your phone against the wall. See, I don't think you. Well, I think Olivia I don't think you can do it because shotgun. you know. Spoiler alert: you find out that the the frequency can kill them. So now that you know what the solution is, like mm-hmm. what's the fun in watching them kill a bunch of things? Uh, if they do a sequel, it wouldn't be with the same family because the same family wouldn't be like creeping right. around. Good, and, like, right. I think if they did it, it would be a new mm-hmm. a new um, group of people and how they survived. But then, you know, is I, John I, Krasinski still yeah, involved in that point? Krasinski's you know? awesome. Then how could you, like, twist it so it's not a repeat of the same exactly. action? Like, what's the most quiet place? Well, I, I, what I, I mean, I really liked how the world was built there with the sand, how they dragged sand mm-hmm. to, like, the store mm. and stuff like that. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't think you could tell in an urban setting. But I, I remember years ago reading that, I mean, they made 10 Cloverfield laying in the Cloverfield paradox, but I love the original Cloverfield and I remember for years reading, we're just going to tell it in a different part of the city, mm-hmm. and like oh. you're going to hear, you're going to watch it from like this other angle and stuff like that. And yeah. you know, I, I don't know if that's worth putting forty million into it or fifty million, but I mean, did you see Cloverfield Paradox, Kev? No, I have the. I just recorded the original Cloverfield. I wanted to get ten Cloverfield Lane and then watch the Paradox too. So I have. But you have seen point. the original Cloverfield. I have not. Oh, oh never. You love I'm it. Not. Yeah. I'm gonna throw this mic, dude. <laughs> I feel like the quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't Let's recorded. Watch it it's right on now. The it's on the TiVo. upstairs. Oh, you better, you better not. Your daddy's watching you. I know that. Oh, what? swear. I'll yeah. swear on his no. behalf, Mr. Kale. We won't. I swear I'll swear for him. Cloverfield, Cloverfield original one blew me away though. I mean, the, the trailer, the way they dropped it. Yeah. I remember I was going to see, I think it was the original Transformers, and I don't know why I went to see it, probably because it was, you know, it was a big spectacle for its time, and I remember feeling guilty for not going to the movies to see big spectacles, mm-hmm. and they showed the trailer for Cloverfield before it, and I remember, mm-hmm. like, that's all I could think about for two and a half hours, maybe mm-hmm. even two hours and 40 minutes, because Michael Bay is so bloated, <laughs> but the trailer didn't tell you what the title was, and that oh, was okay. the coolest thing in the world, just hmm. be like, what was that, you yeah. know, like... Hmm. And JJ's good mm. at that, but then also mm. JJ can fail. Sam and I were just talking about Lost like the other day. You watched Lost? I did. We watched it uh, about two, three years ago for the first time. Did you? You haven't rewatched it at all, right? I was in, in the right, very Sam? beginning. No. So no. you just watched it straight through, and that was it, right? Yeah. Well, I didn't what? watch it live, so mm-hmm. I didn't watch it week to week. We, yeah. you know, binge did a Netflix binge mm-hmm. on it, and uh, it was pretty good. I mean, towards towards the end, though, we were just like. We didn't, ha- we didn't know what the ending was, but mm-hmm. we'd heard from a lot of sources that the ending was just like. You're just left like, what the hell, seriously? Yeah, what's going and on? It was just very disappointing. So we knew, even though we enjoyed it up to a certain point, that, like, when it was going to end, it was going to be bad. So we, we kind of knew. We had yeah. some, you know, insight that it was going to not live up to our expectations. But we were like, we're still going to stick with it and watch it anyway. But, um, but yeah, for the most part, I like J.J. stuff. I like J.J. Abrams stuff. What do, you, what do you remember of that time, Sam? From Lost? From Lost, yeah. Um, this would be a good transition to our next category as well. <laughs> I remember uh, Michelle Rodriguez joining season oh two, God, and everyone hating her character because she was um, abrasive, I guess. And then she killed Shannon. That didn't help. Uh, Shannon was the blonde, mm-hmm. uh, the preppy blonde, who's who was in fear. That's yeah. my transition. Hello, yeah. boom, boom. Boom. here we are. Yeah. Look, we're going to talk about it now. Uh, mm. Here's your gift. Kev. Oh yeah. 
This is the reveal of the gift. This is a reveal. We he has, he Kevin, Kevin, Kevin so if they go to the stalker. He doesn't Con know what convention. it is. Oh, oh nice. Lanyard here. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, now AMC is now uh, advertising both shows together. Yeah. Because they're just really trying to hold on to a dear life there. There's our girl Kim Dickens. 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 Uh, <laughs> Dickens. Andrew Lincoln. Dickens. I just I just read today that uh, <laughs> uh, Lauren Conrad actually is coming back. Remember how I thought she wasn't going to sign yeah, back? Yeah. Oh, Cohen. So Lauren she is Cohen? coming back. She was really yeah, pissed at the Maggie? producers or something like that. But um, so we're going to talk about uh, The Walking Dead. Uh, oh. So if you don't watch The Walking Dead, throw your phone against the wall. Um, <laughs> you know what's so Thank crazy? I, I, we'll start this off too. You're welcome, of course. Um, <coughs> When, uh, th- like, I was just thinking back in the day, like, maybe, like, what was the, what season was it with Carl, uh, when they had to escape Alexandria with the, the eye? That was three years ago, four years ago? Three years ago. Right? I think they that was season Alexandria? six. At that point in time, you could not go on Russia's Facebook here and, um, see anything except Walking Dead, like, status updates. Oh my God, they did not, you know what I mean? Like, it's so, mm. it's funny because it's like, we'll talk about the Walking Dead, but, like, it's so funny how, like, on social media, like, something can, like, catch wind. Mm-hmm. Like, Mindhunter be real famous. Stranger Things be, oh, my God, Stranger Things. And then it's just like, Bleh! that's it. Yeah. Like, next time Stranger Things th- um, Season 3 comes up, you won't see as many posts because it becomes, um, I guess, like, you know, a commodity or it's, like, it's been done. Hmm. But, you know, a lot of people say The Walking Dead is coming to an end. But, I mean, they got Fear of the Walking Dead. They got a whole universe. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for me, I, you know, some people compare it to being a chore to watch it. Some weeks feel like a chore, but, you know, I mean, I still love the comic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm reading the comic now. You gave me the compendium. It's, mm-hmm. it's great. It's good writing. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, let's get into it. Let's talk about Sam. Like, um, we, we didn't watch the, we watched Fear together. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have stuff to say about Fear, but let's talk about the season uh, finale of The Walking Dead. How did you feel, Sam? I hated it. Hmm. What parts really irked you the most? Okay. I'm tuning in to watch a show about zombies, not like these overly masculine, brute men like trying to show who's boss. Like, I don't need to watch that. Like, I'd rather watch the suspense and mystery of like what's around the corner and like how are we going to get from point A to point B without getting eaten by zombies. Hmm. I don't, like, I don't really want to watch... A threatening man with a baseball bat, like it's like who's got a bigger? Can I say? I I'm over here. Go ahead. You know, well you know what I'm saying. Male posturing. Would that be a better way to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I get. You know what the problem is? I think I think that the war went on too long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels it feels like we've been at war for like ten years. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, they dragged the story out. They stretched it too too long, way too long to. Don't you feel like so it could have been done in like one season? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they've changed already. So they 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 didn't fire Scott Gimple. He got promoted, I guess. Which makes no sense. He's overseeing both shows now, Fear and Walking Dead. And I can't remember. It's not Galleon Heard. Angela Kang. Angela Kang is now the showrunner for, for The Walking Dead. So mm-hmm. be interesting to see what happens next season because – for me, the whole the whole jump off was just uh, to bring it from the comic to the show with Frank Darabont was just amazing, and I, I really wished, and I was I'd be really curious to see how the show would have evolved had he stayed on. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he was only part of season two, I think halfway through, and then they replaced him with Glenn Mazzara. 
but I've really been interested to see how much because you look back at just as a whole season one is six episodes and he shot it like a short film. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's six hours of or six and a half hours of material, but it really has that feel of like it's a small, it's almost TV like show. a documentary, right? Or like a mini series. Mm-hmm. Because I think at that point they weren't really mm-hmm. sure if um, it was going to get picked up or not, right? But No, that's uh, the weird thing too. Not many people thought it would no. p- be picked up. But as soon as it aired, it was picked up immediately for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm, so I say all that to say that I, I'm hopeful that with Angela Kang now as the showrunner that season nine picks up and it goes in a different direction. And I'm really hopeful that yeah. they do follow the comics as far as the storyline with the Whisperers go. Mm-hmm. And I've read some things online that they're not going out direction. They're going somewhere else completely, which really? I think is a huge mistake. But didn't they put the Whisperer stuff at the end of um I feel like they did. I feel markers. like that was a tease. I was telling you about those markers, Sam, like in the field. Well, they're just the huge they, herds that Sam, you saw, too. Sam was saying mm. something. We were, you were reading online about the horde... People were like, yeah. People were like, "What is it?" Is it I could, I couldn't see it. <laughs> yeah. see what the, it budget, was the budget was slashed, and the CGI <laughs> was the CGI was half-assed. just like a bunch of Minecraft characters. Like, like well, they used all the CGI all. for the gun explosions. Oh, that was cool though. That was right, pretty. I, I was. I like that little twist. At the that's end not in the book. Yeah. No, because Eugene Eugene's not, not yeah. kidnapped yeah. like that. Eugene's not he kidnapped. makes bullets. So I makes bullets for me. That was probably the great like that. I, I could t- like I, I was like oh they're they're pushing it on Eugene they're pushing mm-hmm. it in. oh Eugene yeah. you did it did you do it and he did it yeah but that was cool though when mm-hmm. the guns backfired I would like to know because I'm not a tactical armsman is that even possible I have no idea maybe any anybody out know. there can you make a bullet fire mm-hmm. backwards you know or they just he just made them faulty that they would That's almost tr- explode as soon as the firing See, it's very true what I was saying about the Walking Dead our viewership just dropped. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're just like the Walking Dead. Like they're like, yeah, oh, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, I, the overall this whole season, I'm fine. We didn't dedicate a podcast directly to it. It's totally fine by me. I know, but we it was used only to, a hand, it was only a handful of episodes throughout this entire season that were I was excited about. Yeah, but I will say that I was for a moment like freaking out when Rick slit Negan's throat because I'm mm. like, what yeah. are they doing? Like they're killing off probably the one person that's like kind of keeping the show alive in a sense. Right, it's pun intended. But um, to kill him off, he plays an he plays another role later down the line with the next yeah, storyline. So I'm next like, story why line. are they going to kill him? because yeah. they did with Carl. I'm like, again, I, I don't know. I just some of the choices they've made, I, I don't, I don't understand or why. I would just change things up entirely and make it winter. Why yeah. is there never any snow? Well, then I need to kill off all the everyone. Oh, yeah. Really, like uh, there's so many people that we see die and we don't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're meant to care. And we're like, oh. Yeah, no. Like, who is that guy how on about, the bed? How about the Oceanside girls throwing the Molotov cocktails yeah. against the wooden wall? Yeah. They could have burned down the whole mm-hmm. hilltop. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you guys, re- it's made of wood. Uh-huh. I didn't catch that, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, they're throwing fire at wood. Yeah, like, we're going to just chuck but, this and hope that we hit those guys there and not the wall. I always block it out, but I mean, like, his acting is just so. Marshall, I like Ross Marquand, but his character is just. Mm. That motivation, like, you will fight. Like, oh, well, I think my it was just God. choppy the way they tried to tie the Oceanside yeah, back in. They like, sh- they, they, did they need to? I don't feel like they did at all. No. I mean, it, look, it was a nice tie-in that we finally got, like, a little bit of insight that, yeah. like, it was Simon who was re- one the responsible. It wasn't the saviors. It was Simon who was responsible for yeah. killing all the men in, at the Oceanside. I like Simon. So, I did, too. I like his character. I he's a great Simon actor. Og, yeah. You know, I thought yeah. uh, he, Steven, his Steven facial Og. expressions, yeah. you know. And yeah. So super. I just I liked him though. It was like I liked that whole dynamic of him going against Negan and stuff like that. But I mean, look, it is what it is. But I mean, who? 
Goddamn. Who would you rather die first, Tara or Enid? That's a hard one. Uh, maybe you should ask Liz upstairs, phone her. <laughs> Liz hated Carl. Enid. She hated Carl. Enid. I agree. Enid's got to go. Enid. I felt like, so. Mm. I'm, I'm on the fence on I felt like Enid was a red herring. Mm-hmm. For a while, oh, yeah, everyone when she, she first came in, I thought she was a wolf too, because it was like something's up with this girl. She keeps leaving and then like kind of coming back. I'm like something's up with her. Like the um, chick, what? Uh, like fear, in fear, yeah. right? So yeah. the second episode of Fear, yeah. mm-hmm. we had a. Let's go back simil- to the first episode. Had a little of fear, though. similar situation. Yeah, first episode. I loved it. I did too, but I felt like it was just the Walking Dead. Do well, well, you know? Well, like for, yeah. for me though, I you, you know? guys have been watching it, right? Like you, you've mm-hmm. watched all four seasons. I dropped yeah. off season one. And Sam's been calling me saying you gotta check it out. Yep. Season four, three, three was, three good. was really yeah. good. Yeah. And you know, I, I, Two I, I guess up. right, but for me, that first episode, I love the cowboy. I love the cowboy and the karate man being together. Yeah. That's the that's the type of stuff that I like about like apocalyptic tales. It's just like people in the you know the great open, and they're just out there. You know what I mean? Like and meeting each other, and then Maggie Grace's character, right? Is that her name, right? Yeah. Shannon? That was Shannon on Lost? Yeah, Shannon from Lost is on there. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that character. Yeah. I like her black hair, too. I think it's sharp. Mm Mm-hmm. But good story. What do you think? I think it has to do with, like, who the main character is. And the first episode was about Morgan. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. episode two, we switched back to, like, Madison, who... I don't know how you feel about Madison, but I think she's terrible. Um... I think she's horrible. I don't mind her so much because I feel like I'm invested enough with the rest of the cast. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like with this show, at least, it wasn't like a there wasn't a focal point character. Like they all kind of got introduced and pushed to you together. So I kind of had the same feeling for all of them, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I felt like The Walking Dead, it was like a build up, and you got oh this character, but then this one dies. We're going to introduce one, mm-hmm. then, and then we're going to kill that one. Whereas this one, it's like. Even though, um, what the hell's his name? Um, Mr. Bingo? Uh, <laughs> Madison's husband. What was his name? Oh. The dude I can't that remember that his name. His the dude name. that was Pablo Escobar. Pablo and Escobar and Blow. Yeah. Blow. Yeah. Oh. yeah. He played <laughs> Pablo Escobar and Blow. I love that. But I, I liked him too as the main character. Travis. The, Travis. And then Travis. He, and then he dies. And you're like, how to use a bad actor, wasn't he? Was that? And, and I remember like season one, like him making some asinine decisions about like. Sir, I can't remember why they were being locked down and stuff and just dumb stuff like yeah. I remember but 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 my to my point was like, like you you had he was the only one he was like the first one that died off that was yeah. like oh my god it's the main character dying off the show but um I liked how it was kind of weird in the storytelling though to me like Liz and I were watching it the other night and was like so we're we gonna talk about how they all just were dispersed and then they all met back up and now they're in the stadium or are we just gonna they all just met up and that's it and we're not really gonna address it it was yeah. kind of weird it's very I bizarre. thought it was really weird. It's very bizarre. I mean, but other than that, I, I like I like the first two episodes of the season a lot. <laughs> I, I think I love Madison's dead. You think she's dead? Yeah, hmm. and like they're looking for her killers in the present timeline when they run into Morgan. Oh, uh, okay. Because where is Madison? Yeah, right. There's just four of them. She's dead. Yeah, her hmm. acting cracked me up on uh, Sunday night. We we watched it together. She's just bad. Like you know, she's good in Gone Girl, but like as yeah. this character, and then Sam was telling me all this crazy stuff that they did in season three to like mm-hmm. make her bad. Like, wow. yeah, like it's an undeve- undeveloped character that they're trying to like figure yeah. out how to. But I just, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know if I can continue with uh, Fear. I mean, no, I, I, I'm gonna watch this Thursday, like this this Sunday. But okay. I mean, 
I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm in an overload right now of like too, like too much <laughs> stuff going on. Like, well, you, I think you need to go back and watch season yeah, maybe two I and should. three. Maybe I should because the Garrett Dillahunt um, <laughs> is a brand new character, and um, uh, Dharma and Greg uh, Dharma is mm. a new character. Can't remember her real oh. name. Oh, the actress who played oh, Dharma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg. She's a new character. I like her character. Yeah. And then uh, the girl from Lost, Shannon. She's yeah. a new character, too. I like so that. all three of them are cool. new characters to the show. Well, plus Morgan. So they're all four of those are new to the Fear universe. Yeah. So, and I liked how they just go like, yeah, we're just going to throw these new people in yeah. and have no rhyme or reason. They're getting introduced I, and they're going to be new characters. They'd be cool if it I, went on the road again. I would like, I like it when well, it's it on the like road. It seems like they are. Right? Yeah, they, they are get on the, the tank. road now in the present timeline. Stay that way. Some yeah. of my favorite I, stuff was when Rick and company ran out of water, remember? I, I just... They were on the uh, road. I think that they introduced all these great new characters, and I think that they need to push the bad characters out. I'd rather focus on Dharma, uh, I forget her character's name is, than mm-hmm. Madison. Like, Madison's, like, always stoic, and yeah, she's never really vulnerable. Like, I don't, I don't know, I just don't really buy her. Hmm. It is odd. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I don't mind her. I, like I said, I, I feel like I have an investment in the rest of the characters all kind of th- at the same level so mm-hmm. she doesn't she doesn't bother me like I like it though because there's she's not it's not like Rick it's Rick you know what I mean like yeah. there's other characters in the show that I, you can kind of gravitate towards yeah. so I don't know I like Alicia I kind of you know mm-hmm. who grew on me Dwight I felt bad yeah. for Dwight did you I just felt it's. I felt like we went to high school with him or something. You know, I could easily <laughs> see that. You know, like wanting to stand up to the bully, but not being smart enough to stand mm-hmm. up to the bully. Like yeah. I guess I could identify with that a little bit. But like when Negan like had caught him, I was just like, oh no, Dwight. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I hope that he finds his uh, his girl. What's his girl's name? Um, Sherry. Sherry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She left a note. Cryptic. Yeah. But yeah, Fear, uh, The Walking Dead, it's probably going to last, what, another five, ten years? Who knows at fear? this point? Yeah, I mean, like, the shows in general, know. though, like, if they're just talking f- about making more. Well, Walking Dead is definitely was picked up for season nine. Yeah. I, I say it goes to ten, and then ten. that's it. Um, or if it continues to get bad ratings, it probably will only last through nine. nine. The viewership's declined so mm. much that it's like, oh, yeah. so, it's like season two. Remember how much people hated season two's opener or whatever? Well, because the they farm. were on the farm the whole season. Well, because they got yeah. a huge budget cut, they couldn't. They couldn't really do anything. But isn't that why Frank so quit? Though? Frank quit because of that, right? Like he. Was I don't know exactly why he quit. I think it was. Uh, I don't. I don't remember why exactly he quit. Um, but I know that. Um, uh, Dale. Yes, I can never remember his, the actor's name. He wanted off the show. Dale. Yeah. He so went he out. he he died, and the way that he died, it was actually supposed to be. Um, Jimmy, um, the kid who was like Beth's boyfriend, I oh, guess, yeah. kind of in the trailer oh, yeah, at yeah. the end. And mm-hmm. then the season, uh, I think it was the season finale, he died. Yeah. He was supposed to be the one that was eaten in the field. Yeah, I feel like that's that like came a lifetime ago. So the Carl actually, or maybe it was Carl, it was one of the characters walked up on the field and it was supposed to be a body, not a cow. Oh, I see. And it was supposed to be Jimmy that was dead in there. Oh, wow. You could just see yeah. the writers be like, let's pick it apart. Let's make this, that, and whatever. Yep. And then Dale was like, I wanted the show. So then they just killed his character mm-hmm. off the show. So he lasted. In the comics, he, was it Carl's fault? Like it was in the show? No. Mm-hmm. But Dale lasted a lot longer in the comic. He mm-hmm. he was, so, <laughs> spoiler, whatever. He, it was Dale who got his leg eaten by the termites, not Bob. Uh, oh, I miss wow. Bob, man. Yeah. 
Tainted Dale, meat, Bob. Uh, but it was the same line. It was like, tainted Bob meat. Was great, tainted man. meat. Because it was Dale. Dale was big. Bob was but such a great guy. He was guy. a lot cut off and, and eaten. Is that, uh, who is that? Is that Larry Gallard. What's his question? While I true? liked... Oh, that's Dad. Wild dad country. likes Wild Country. Oh, yeah. I still haven't seen Wild it's Country. Great. Hi, Cheryl. I haven't seen Wild Country yet, but I hear it's awesome. It's great. You should watch Deadwood, too. You said you didn't see that. I know, I know. I There's three actors from Fear... That were on Deadwood. I well. wish I could just like Kim, go to Kim bed Dickens. and just program these shows in my Dickens. mind so I could just wake up. Dickens. Dickens. Here she is right here. Dickens. Let's yeah, look at her, ladies and gentlemen. She's a serious, serious actress. <laughs> Dickens. She wants you to join the, re- the resistance at the baseball diamond. The resistance. Do but, um, we, are we hating on her irrationally? I'm not hating on her because I think she's great in Gone Girl. I think she's great in other things I've seen, but I just can't buy her in this world. I can't buy somebody in the apocalyptic world who's whose hair is amazing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She's got the L'Oreal look going on sometimes, except yeah. for the end of the episode. Remember, she looked like oh, she yeah. had the mud in her hair? Like she did. And Popeye. she didn't take She's, like, trying to negotiate with, like, bad guys looking like she got poo-poo in her hair. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, we're just going to hang out here until, uh, you know, you guys die, and we just take your stuff anyway. I was like, wait, what? Don't you remember in season two where her and Strand, like, get drunk and they start playing the oh, piano? Yeah, I think that's, you know oh, what, yeah, that actually was probably my last episode. I remember texting you and be like, why are they <laughs> drinking tequila playing the piano? Do they not know? Like, you know, it had been a, a, enough time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that was bad, man. He he lives from this area, by the way. The actor that plays Strand. He's, Strand. From, he's from Philly. Oh. I tried to send him a, uh, a couple podcast inquiries when the show first came out and um, didn't respond. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I want to move on to a different topic. Speaking of comics, this weekend, the biggest movie in the entire existence of the universe comes the, the Marvel, infinity war in the marvel universe and you're not really a marvel guy are you do you watch yeah. you watch i'm gonna go see you go you go oh, yeah. when night you go i don't know we're going on monday night. time here's a little uh, my intrepidations going into it yeah i hear it's exhausting it's exhausting <laughs> it's two hour two hours and 40 minutes long shut up really yeah, yeah. Oh, i didn't know that so we're in for it. <laughs> I mean, at least split. we're going to the seven o'clock show. It, you know, um, they shot it all together. I heard. Well, no. So they shot both. They parts shot both together. together, and the next one comes out. It. But what I want to talk about is like, is it possible in our current, you know, social media um, world to be? Will we be able to make it to the theater? On Monday, without the movie being spoiled, because obviously some people die in this thing, right? I mean, like it's got to be. I mean, like well, that's what I've heard is that they kill off a lot of main characters. They got well, but because you, they nobody have, ever dies in the Marvel universe or comic books. No, but. you're right, but I mean, but from mm-hmm. what, I, so I, I, I'm not as well versed with like all the Marvel comics mm-hmm. themselves. So I don't know all the storylines. Both things I've read on different blogs that there are a lot of characters that do die mm-hmm. in the comics. In, yeah. Oh, you know, in the, in, the, in the Infinity War, there there's a few, but I mean, like where they're going with it. I mean, <clears throat> see, the smart thing would would be to do. Well, first off, before I give my like uh, thought about it, like I'll, we'll go around. You name the character you think is going to die. Who you think is going to die first, Kev? And then me? No, yeah, yeah Sammy. Sam, who you think is going to die first? Um, Thor. Wow. Who do you think? I think that as well. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Cap. Okay. Because he's like kind of like the. I mean, both of them, really, though. Yeah. Maybe they die at the same time. Thor's already got one eye, so yep. it's like... That's why I think they're... Spoilers. I think why he's getting phased out. He's already done his three movies. I think Downey Jr. could could die, too. Iron Man could easily die. Because at the end of the day, he's just a man. He's just a man, too. He's but just a man, too. but... 52, 54? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could probably do it for a couple more years, but, I mean... Here's what I would do, right? Well, he's not doing any more standalones, right? No more standalone Iron Man. They can't afford him. 
Yeah. I mean, I think you got paid eighty million for this. <laughs> but um, wow. like, like, uh, like the Infinity Gauntlet consists of these stones. One of the stones is the Time Stone. Mm-hmm. I would use the Time Time Stone at the end of Infinity War, reset the whole Marvel universe. That's how I would do it, and just re- and then just re- like maybe have some characters existing, like because it happens in the books all the time, where there's like one universe and then another universe, like you can get away with that for years. Well, and then have all or, different character, different actors play the new roles, or um, pay them a fee, a, a one-time fee for for in perpetuity or whatever, where they continue to make money until they die, and you just use their likeliness, put their CGI face up on there. You can totally do. First off, Robert Downey Jr., like, you could film, you know how, like, he's always like this in the helmet, you know what I mean? You could just film him for, like, 10 hours and then use that for the next 10 years, you know what I mean? Like, you just have Iron Man floating around in the sky. Right. But, Hmm. I don't know, I I watched Age of Ultron the other day, a little bit of it with my son, and he he just wasn't having it. He didn't, even (laughs) the the Hulk scene with the Iron Buster thing, he was Uh like, ah, whatever. (laughs) But, like, I'm a huge comic fan, but I feel as if, you know, this may seem polarizing to some, I feel as if the film's haven't captured wholeheartedly what I love about comics. You know, like it's, I mean, Spider-Man Homecoming had, I think that you and I both agree on that, right? Spider-Man had moments that were like. I love that. It was uplifting. It Mm -hmm. felt good. Like, but for me, like I thought I was going to love Ragnarok. I couldn't stand the jokes, man. Mm. It just kept happening and happening. I just, like Mm. it just, you know, like you're going to wait to the the, the second sequel, Thor 3, to make it this tonal change. Mm. I welcomed it. But after a while, I was just like, God, man, where's the story? Enough with these mm. jokes. I feel like I'm watching a sitcom. Well, I don't think mm-hmm. he's that much of a comedic actor. Yeah, I, you know. I think he can do it in a way uh, where he's like the straight guy. Yeah. You know, like uh, in a Vacation where he had the huge... Yeah, he was his funny. His junk was huge. Yeah, yeah that was And he's just funny. like, hey, I'm just like hanging out. And it's just like, ah. He's like the straight yeah. guy, but it's <laughs> comedic. You know what I mean? Like, and then Ed Helms drives through the cow. He has that ability. Because was it, wasn't he in Ghostbusters, too? I never... Oh, yeah, he was yeah, in the, the new yeah. one, right? Mm-hmm. That's the same kind of thing where, where, like where he didn't one. have lenses. You were telling me about it. He didn't have mm-hmm. lenses in his glasses or something. And yeah, he didn't So he know. was, like again, like the straight guy, yeah. but it was still in yeah. a comedy role. I mean, know? like... I, so he I liked me a little bit. Thor 1. I thought Thor 1 was really good because I think Kenneth Branagh did it, and he's, like, the guy that does all those Shakespeare films, so it felt, like, a little bit more Norsey to me. Yeah. Thor The Dark World, I can't remember. Shit. And I will curse on that because I remember just going to the movies and be like, oh, my God. I didn't see Dark World. Oh, so boring, <laughs> man. Yeah. But, I mean, um, Iron Man, the first one's good. Um, Incredible Hulk's a mess. It's so many different things going on there. But, I mean, it's just interesting to see, like, what will happen. And, like, for me, it's just, like... I see. I made the mistake one time of spoiling somebody, two people who died on The Walking Dead on Facebook. Uh-huh. I felt terrible about it, man. Chad, still sorry. Who, Glenn and Abraham. It. Yeah, yeah. He was so <laughs> pissed at me. He was so mad. So uh-huh. it'll be interesting to see in the next couple of days. Like uh, I won't name the person that I'm talking about, but I'm. I had to unfollow him today because I knew uh, that he yeah. would probably. Yeah, I knew mm. he would probably be like hmm. Thor, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dead. <laughs> you know mm. what I mean? But. Hmm. Speaking of which, uh, I'd like to dedicate this podcast to my fish. He died today. My beta fish, Neptune. Mm-hmm. Hey, Neptune. Had him for two and a half years. Changed his water several times a week. Fed him. Uh, I could just tell today something was wrong with him, but, mm. you know, it affected me. Hmm. I love that dude. Hmm. See him every morning. He'd always be like, you know, but. What did he do? He just was good, you know what I mean? He'd just come <laughs> greet me. But I got another one, but he's, like, kind of evil looking, you know? <laughs> but, um,. Let's see uh, if we can open up the conversation here to some people out there. Let's see who we got up on here because... Uh, Dad says Mom see. loves Saturday Night Fever. Mm-hmm. 
I never saw it. We you should watch it. Fear? No. John Travolta? I know there's a light up dance floor. <laughs> What's that noise? If anybody out there, you know what, I'll just, I, instead of, remember last week where I was just like trying to get people on? If you want to join the show, yeah. type in the box, I'll connect you. But other than what's that, in the box? what's in the box? What's in the box? Speaking of, I mean, we can talk about that. I mean, like that list that's going around Facebook right now about favorite movies. I got a couple people to actually do it. Yeah, I nominated ten people, and I think three people did it. But still doing I, it. I don't think I put the ramifications out there enough that you needed to talk about them. The last one I did was like, <laughs> just post it. You don't have to write anything specifically about how you feel emotionally or anything. Just post it. Like, what does fun? Of, what's the fun of that, right? Yeah. We saw I did like a Ten, whole like a yeah. blog, uh, not a blog, a whole like paragraph on my top yeah, one. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed reading all of those. Um, Some of them I just saw. I was like, ah, eh, here it is. Like, seven's on both seven. of our list, though. Yeah, mm. you like seven, right? Yeah, God, it's such a good. Andrew Kevin Walker, man, was such an amazing killer, script. Killer script, man. Just like so like moody and so like well, sh- it's so well shot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I told you before that Brad Pitt broke his uh, arm. His break, breaking his wrist like themed uh, podcast here. You know the scene where like he's jumping off like to go after John Doe crossing the yeah. street. Mm-hmm. If you watch he the frame, off. he jumps off and he lands in the in the garbage and yep. he goes like this and that's that's real. He's in yeah. pain right there. Yeah. And he he broke his uh his his wrist doing that. But I I I don't think I've seen a movie like that in a while. Uh, coincidentally, did you hear that they they caught the Golden State Killer today? Yes, I was reading that right before you guys walked it's nuts, out, man. But they have a suspect that they believe is him. Ex-cop, right? I didn't get that far in the details, but I was just, uh, he's like 72 years old or something like that. Were sparking anybody's interest? And uh, Kelly. What's Kelly saying? Forrest Gump. We could talk about Forrest Gump, Kelly, if you want. You want to come (laughs) on, Kelly? Get Frank up on here. Send me a request. (laughs) I love Forrest Gump. Sam and I saw Forrest Gump uh, in one weekend. We saw The Lion King and Forrest Gump at the Stone Harbor Movie Theater. You remember? With Kathy Fife and Brian Fife. Forrest Gump was the first adult movie I ever saw, I think. It okay. was like my transition into adulthood. Hmm. You were, I was probably 14 and you were like seven. So. Yeah. I don't I remember seeing it. Yeah, but you were, yeah. But The Lion King stood out more because I was a kid. Lion King was really deep, too. It was another one of those Disney movies like, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I love The Lion King. Kill the parents. <laughs> you know, they're remaking, like, uh, so just this weekend, or I think, Actually, yesterday, uh, there's this convention that's called CinemaCon, and they debuted footage of Tim Burton's Dumbo, and they debuted footage of Guy Ritchie's Aladdin with Will Smith playing Aladdin. Because now the norm is to remake all these movies, like yeah. Beauty and the Beast has been yeah. remade. Yeah. Have you seen Beauty and the Beast, by the way? No. It's whimsical, bro. Don't give yeah, me that no like good. that. you got to check it. <laughs> I gave you a no. Like, okay. I was, good. A, I was the same way. My wife's like, look, it's Friday night. Can we please watch the Beauty and the Beast? I was like, all right. I'll really? Think. Teresa? And then like 20 minutes into it, I'm really? like this, like... Oh, <laughs> it's so emotional because I remember the songs, but yeah, I hear that Tim Burton's Dumbo is amazing. But I'm very interested to see. They didn't want to do a Robin Williams like uh, interpretation, so like mm-hmm. Will Smith says that his genie is like Hitch meets the Fresh Prince of Bel Air with an attitude. Be cool, right? But it's it's live action, right? It's, it's a, and I also read too. It's, it's, no, it's a live action. Okay. So it's live action, but. They they huh. said that they want to make it look like a Bollywood film, like very bright colors, dance routines. Mm. But I think that that's like that's. I mean, Disney's got it made really. They got the, the Avengers, they got the Marvel, they got Turn Star Wars, everything. and now they're remaking their entire catalog. Mm-hmm. What Disney movie would you like to see remade into a live mm. action film? Fantasia. Man, that'd be wild. Could they do that? I don't know. That would be some crazy shit. 
Hmm. Wasn't that the one like the brooms are dancing? Yeah, and had that really cool VHS. And the, the cover the, the was the devil. Like, it was like platinum, like kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, let me the devil too. Yeah, the devil was awesome yeah. when he came up. Yeah. Um, uh, Bambi. I, I don't know if Bambi would work. I guess you could you could probably do Snow White with the drawers, but it could be didn't could they come do off that? being insensitive, right? Like, like they, they do Snow White that. now. I don't, I don't think it was that, Disney no. that put it out, but someone okay. else put it out. Like oh, yeah, a fairy they did tale some. With, okay. like, uh, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, she yeah. comes off Twilight hey, and becomes Snow Stewart. White. Okay, and Stewart. Thor was in that, right? And then he got Chris his own movie, yeah, the, Huntsman. the Huntsman. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just very odd that they continue to remake stuff. So Kelly said Frank's favorite movie is Inception. Hi, Carlos. Inception What's up, Carlos? Really too. I'm, I'm with, oh, yeah, I'm with Dad. Uh, Frank on that one. With Frank Not as my favorite movie, but Inception is a good movie. Yeah, Inception's deep, man. You know, I tried to watch it like the last twenty minutes, like of it the other day. I, you got to watch it from the beginning because mm-hmm. I can't remember where I'm at. Yeah, uh, gotta wait for the kick. My dad's favorite's Ace Ventura, <laughs> without a doubt. I uh, support that wholeheartedly, Father. <laughs> he was really into my DNA. Probably uh, some parts of him still lurk inside me, but um, <laughs> I love doing both of these movies. Do you remember when we went to see Ace Ventura too? You want to tell me what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what happened. Okay, so we went to the. Um, it's not Ace 1, it's Ace 2, and we're so looking forward to it, because it was before the internet, and the only way you knew is you saw the movie poster. I remember, I think the movie poster was a silhouette of his quaff, his hair, and just said 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the movie, it was like 10 minutes into the movie, and like people were throwing candy. It was in the indoor shop, instead of the movie, they were throwing uh, uh, runts. Remember runts? Mm-hmm. Oh, I do remember. And they were throwing them, and like my dad stood up and was just like, you throw another one of those mother effing... <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, and like the whole movie theater, like it was like a quiet place in 1994, whatever. People yeah. were like, <gasps> nobody threw anything. <laughs> Wasn't like, Alicia I, I with us? Alicia was with us, and I remember just sitting there being like, oh my god, oh my god. But yeah, I love those Ace movies, and I love how crazy Jim is now. Jim right now is doing fantastic um, artwork, artwork, political commentary about what's going on in the world, and I just think it's fascinating. He's probably mm-hmm. lost his mind a bit, but that's why I like Jim Carrey. You know what I mean? You gotta have a little bit of madness in your life. I saw you know? the thing with um, Jerry Seinfeld riding in riding cars with comedians, it's getting coffee. Yeah, yeah it was the Jim Carrey it. one. It's good. Where he's like, he uh, is it is it sugar in a dropper, like liquid sugar, I think. And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I just drip, I just drop he my, stands I up drop and it, drops it. He stands up on top inside the booth and goes, yeah. Sometimes I just like to see how far I can drop it to get it in the cup. And I'm just like, what am I even watching? Like Seinfeld and Carrie just hanging out. And he's like talking about just dropping <laughs> sugar into his coffee <laughs> cup from a great height. I'm Seinfeld like, kind okay. of looks like he looks like very uneasy in that too, where he's just like, are you all right, Jim? Yeah, like. Did you lose your mind, or? Well, how about when like Jim like jumps his fence instead of opening the door and like, yeah. like almost breaks his like kneecaps. Yeah. Uh, anybody else favorite movies we can chat about them just type in the box Ace Ventura Saturday Night Fever you still have never seen Saturday Night Fever in its entirety Mm -mm. you should watch that with mom we should watch I would watch it again there's some there's some great parts in that really and then the crazy thing is there's a a little well-known sequel that Sylvester Stallone uh, directed called uh, Staying Alive where the character from Saturday Night Fever becomes like a really avant-garde Broadway dancer and it's a very bizarre movie, hmm. but it it, it, it bombed. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so, like, you didn't do the list. Um, but, like, if you could put, like, uh, any movie, like, you want to bring up, like, on your top ten favorite movies of all time. What are they? Or, you know, you have top to go one? Them, but just one. What, like, mm. one off the top of your head. Halloween. Uh, good transition, because I got to tell you about this stuff. First one or remake? 
The first one. Okay. We don't like the remakes. You don't like the Rob Zombie take no. on it? Not no. after the original. Too much okay. backstory of Michael Myers. Okay. My opinion, though. I like the imagery just my and opinion. stuff. Okay. These are all opinions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But let's talk about the original. What, what, where were you the first time you saw the original? Oh, I don't even remember. Like, it was probably Halloween at home with Mom on and Dad. Right, yeah, probably on the tape. Well, it, it came out before all of us were born. Yeah. I'd safely say that. Yeah. They did put it on TV, <laughs> though, I think, in 83. And I know when they put it on TV, it wasn't long enough to fill the two-hour gap. So they yeah. went back and actually uh, filmed additional footage for TV, which is really? wild. Yeah. Dr. Huh. Loomis talking in um, the college university. Yeah. Uh, okay. Huh. And, like, more banter between the three girls. But, yeah, I, I love the film. I mean, it's perfect. And you, you actually went to the house, right? You've seen the house in Pasadena. Yeah. No, it's in Hollywood, actually. It's in Hollywood? It's not yeah. Pasadena? No. Where at? Like near uh, In-N-Out. Really? Yeah. Right there? I mean, like, kind of, of in that area, like that general area. God, I can go for an In-N-Out burger. <laughs> What's Dad say? Mom loves Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston. No, she doesn't, Dad. <laughs> I've never well, seen already Mom said, put that on. He already said she loves Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. I bet your mom yeah. would lo- loves Grease, too. No, my mom, much. my mother loves The Exorcist. That's her mm. favorite movie. That's actually a good story. Tell everybody what no, happened. No, she to hates mom. that movie. <laughs> you, you know that story, right? What happened to mom when she came home from The Exorcist? I don't know that story. They came home from so there was a drive-in movie theater that was on Chemical and Ridge, which is where that Enterprise is. That's where the drive-in movie theater was. You got you. Oh were, wow, you really? Don't live here, but um, no. I remember driving by and seeing E.T. Like, on the screen. That's one of my earliest memories. But they went to see The Exorcist. Mom was freaked out, right? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they came home. They were in an apartment in Conshohocken. And when they came home, their entire refrigerator had frozen. Like, I'm talking the bottom oh. part. And, like, the whole thing, like, was up. Everything was frozen. And uh, our <laughs> mother was like, it's an omen. Uh-huh. Let's get out of the house. And I don't think my mom has ever uh, watched any of that stuff since. No. Wow. Just, you know, well, just, I, think huh. they, I think they went to church that morning or that, that morning, weekend. And yeah. the, the, the priest even said, like, whatever you do, do not go out and see the exorcist. And then <laughs> and they, they went, went and out saw and it. saw it. Yeah. I mean, think, if you think about it, I mean, like, for that time, yeah. even now watching that, with the, you know, we won't talk about the scenes because it's explicit, yeah. but I mean. Yeah. I saw the, I saw the, um, the 20th version where they. Showed some more scenes. Yeah, that when were she was a red spider. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. See, I was like mm-hmm. 13, 14 when I saw that version. That was the first time I ever saw mm-hmm. it. And I guess I was in the mindset of teenager. I thought the whole movie was funny. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was scary. Mm-hmm. But then when I watched it recently, I was scared. <laughs> yeah. I just thought, you know, her screaming all those obscenities. <coughs> I never watched the TV know. show. Did you watch a TV show? Yeah, it was not bad. Is it still going on? They cancel it. Th- there was a season two. I don't know what happened to it. Gina Davis was in it. I don't think she came back. Hmm. No, yeah, she didn't have. Did she have to come out of retirement for that? No, but do you want a big spoiler for yeah, the, the yeah, Exorcist? Yeah. Yeah. Gina Davis is Regan from the original Exorcist, y'all. Oh, really? Grown up? Yeah. Hmm. She changed her name. No need to watch that show. Hey, <laughs> something that I want to talk about too is that when you were saying about Halloween, you don't know this yet, but oh, so. This October, picture, yeah. this October, two thousand eighteen. You never guess who wrote it, but uh, um, Danny McBride and his uh, writing partner mm-hmm. wrote a script for Halloween that they presented to John Carpenter. Yeah, John Carpenter fell in love with it. They're, they've made the film. Yeah, it's Halloween. It's coming out. Um, it takes place and it avoids. Does it avoid the first and second? Just the second. We don't. It's not really. I've seen both things, but apparently it's, it's it avoids all the sequels. Like it's it, like from two on didn't mm-hmm. count. 
Okay. So, like, you know, imagine he falls out the window, he disappears, and then we don't see him for 40 years, mm-hmm. which is creepy. And then yeah. the the poster, it's a, a, you know, the mask has been aged. So we don't know where Michael's been all this time. Hmm. Okay. I can't wait to see it. Hmm. I hope it's good. Jamie Lee Curtis is back. She didn't ha- She who didn't do, die in they, that terrible. Who do they have as uh, Michael? It's the original uh, guy. Well, another Shut guy, up. too, but the okay. original guy came in to film, like, probably like a head tilt. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's a good, told, yeah. yeah. The shape is what they called the character in the original script. Yeah. So that's what they're referring it to. His head tilt, head tilt was the best, though. With the Bill yeah. Shatner mask. Yeah. What, what's her name? Uh, Lindsay? Not Lindsay, but the other Lindsay. one. Lindsay. Uh, what's the um, sexual promiscuous? Yeah, Annie. When no, Annie, Linda? She gets her foot caught in the door or something. Oh, Annie, yeah. Lindsay, get Lindsay. out of here. <laughs> and then you just see his head tilt, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he takes Lindsay. the dog out, like... For, for me, that movie scared me more than anything as a kid. Like, Because it was like, that could be plausible. Somebody nuts. Like, mm-hmm. Eugenia Mental Hospital is right over here. Mm-hmm. We had the Narstown State Narstown Hospital. State, yeah. What was interesting about that movie was that no one knew that they were being per, um, being stalked until, like, the final 30 minutes. Like, everyone That's else point, is yeah. so unaware of it all. And they're just, like, carrying it on. And really, the first character to know what's going on is Jamie Lee Curtis in terms of the people being that's a good stalked. Point, yeah. hmm. But I it's like all happening while they're just aloof to it. And I think that's why it was so suspenseful. Yeah. It's because they weren't even aware. That's such crazy stuff. But I can't wait to see it. Um, so Jamie Lee is coming back. She's back. Okay. And there, I'll send you a picture. There's a, she's wearing like, she's, she's got the wig queen. where it looks like her yeah. hair from the 70s, all yeah. gray. She's okay. kind of got, like, the great. blue jeans, you know? Hmm. She's awesome. I hated the way they killed her in uh, Did you see uh, Halloween Resurrection. Oh, yeah. She's an escape patient. It just jumps off, or tries to save Michael. Like, ugh. Well, they tried to say that in H2O, when she chops his head off with the axe, it was actually a different guy, and that Michael switched bodies with another guy, and that Jamie Lee cut off an innocent person. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's really? right. I forgot that. Oh. Yeah, and then she went nuts and went into the mental hospital. Oh. Man, I but, never saw the. I never saw one beyond H two O. That was the one with Josh yeah, Hartnett, right? Yeah, yeah. Michelle Williams and uh, LL Cool J. Hartnett? He hasn't really had much of a career, has he? He's oh, he did that show, yeah, Penny Dreadful. I heard that was good, but they canceled it, right? Yeah. Um, speaking of shows that you know we really want to see, um, we're actually going to be coming to an end because uh, all of our our spouses and uh, significant loved oh, wow. other ones. Are dying to see the Handmaid's Tale, which just came out today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just realized under his eye, under, under his, his eye. eye, under his eye. Bless it be. Um, there's only one episode per week. They don't make you can't you there's can't two right now. Oh, there's, there's two. two oh. that are loaded on right now. Oh, they dropped two today. They dropped two really? today because they mm-hmm. saw her. Uh, yeah, we checked it out to see. Not we didn't see them, but we looked to see what was on there. And it's, on her Instagram today, it's at episode one. So it's a little surprise right there. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be back uh, to talk about Handmaid's Tale. Hopefully, Sam can join mm-hmm. us. Um, you're gonna be here for a while. But I mean, that show. Uh, I told you about it last year, man. I was hooked on that, man. Yeah, it took a while to get the Hulu um, mm-hmm. uh, action running. How and long has it been, off, been off the air now for? Just a year. Just a year. It felt yeah. a long time, though, about right? About that. Something like that. I, I love the show. I mean, we'll go around once. What's your favorite thing about the show? Mm, I got to think about it. <laughs> I think, for me, it's... I'll go first while you guys think. So, it's like, for me, what I like about it so much is it's based on a book, but when you hear the title, The Handmaid's Tale, you come up with a general idea of what you think it's about. I thought it was a period piece. I had no idea it takes place in a you yeah. know a distant 
society where people can can't procreate correctly no more and they need these handmaids to be able to um, hold carry their children and give birth to them but the way that they tell the story and when you first see that wall with the blood running down it man i was hooked dude and the first 10 minutes of mm-hmm. season one i highly recommend it i mean yeah. that's that's insane i i think what i like is a uh, i just like a good rebellion yeah it's a good a good mm. story yeah good story point i so it reminded me a lot of Children of Men, yeah. right? the Clive Owen movie. Great, great movie. Uh, same premise where that was to more of a degree that nobody could mm-hmm. you know, reproduce, mm-hmm. but, um, but a, p- a possible future that we could have, right, as a society. Uh, so what I really love about uh, <laughs> the Sorry. way they tell the story The Handmaid's Tale is just that it's you're watching it and you see everybody fall in line with this what seems very bizarre as just a way of being a way of speaking that they all yeah. wear certain colors they have certain acts that they do in a very specific way but it's just accepted as this is how things are now yeah and we're all just going to fall in line and let it be what it is yet in canada it's a safe haven it's a safe haven yeah. and that's the that's the that's where the, all the refugees go and it's like everything's normal they got they got fucking iPhones and they're like yeah. hey what's going with Snapchat and everything's fine mm-hmm. but in the US it's a completely different world they're shopping at grocery stores with no labels mm-hmm. and the music and stuff like yep. that yeah no magazines uh, like everything is just cut down to the very basics um, it, it, it's in the future but it seems as though it's in the past in the past or at least the mm-hmm. US that's what I thought kind of yeah in the past but yeah highly recommend the show um, I just think that it's fantastic great writing what are you going to say does your perspective on the show change when you find out that Elizabeth Moss is a Scientologist? In real life? Yeah. yeah I mean, I listened to Beck for 25 plus years, so no. I mean, <laughs> I welcome I, I don't, the I don't Scientologists. Let, I don't let religion ever affect the way that I perceive people. Like, you know, unless it, if your religion affects me personally, or if your religion affects my son, yeah, I got a problem with it. But I, f- I feel as if, if you want to believe that, you know, uh, he man and the masters of the universe rule above everything go ahead you know what i mean like i it don't bother me plus the scientologists were always nice to me when i stopped for the stress tests you know they try to get me yeah. in but that's interesting though i did not know she was a scientologist i didn't though. know she was a scientologist either but same same thing it doesn't it doesn't bother yeah. me because it, it, she's to me she's doing her job as an actress she, yeah she really makes you believe that and you feel for her going through all that stuff oh my like, god you feel for her uh, a little bit that she has to be deceitful in some ways, mm-hmm. but it's like you root for her you to root. find mm-hmm. to get back to her daughter, you know, and 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 her husband, right? Her husband Who is yeah. still alive too. It's like you you root for her, and I you just she you knows, know, right? And her friend, her friend's awesome from uh, yeah, yeah. Samaya um, Wiley, I think. So she was on um, Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, but yeah, highly recommend the show. Um, just a couple of things to get out of the way real quick. Uh, Top of the World 7, ladies and gentlemen, has been announced. There's a Facebook invite out there. This year, we've got Homestead Collective, Tree Rats, Gorgeous Porch, DJ Art Cubic, Katie Frank, Pocket Dial, with the debut of our new drummer, The Funky T, and the biggest band I've ever had play the Top of the World, The Hoppin' Boxcars. There's like 15, 20 members in the band. Oh, wow. I may be exaggerating to make it sound a little bit more cinematic and cool. But very excited for it. The date is um, June 9th. It's on a Saturday this year. So the music's going to start at 7. Um, you can get there as early as you want. But it's all ages. 21 to drink beer from the Chamonix Creek Brewery. 
And uh, I think that's all for me. You guys have anything else you want to add? Happy holidays. Kev, happy birthday, Sammy. Oh, thank Sammy's you. birthday was Monday. That's right. And uh, it, was a, it was a nice treat. I haven't seen Sam in a very, very long time, so it was a nice treat to see you reconnect and just uh, have some open dialogue face-to-face about some of the topics that we love to discuss on the podcast uh, with just your brother. And we got to go back and watch Fear. I'll stay on him. You stay on him. I'll stay. Yeah. Go I'll back stay. and watch season two and three of Fear. And if Sam goes back online, you can ju- come in through the phone there. Uh, thanks for the people yeah. who uh, watched this evening um also thanks to our, our parents for their their commentary throughout the <laughs> evening we definitely will, oh, yeah. will i'm gonna watch yeah. trust mama i uh i promise uh-huh. oh, uh, moses and uh kev thanks again for letting Absolutely. us use the lounge you got any events coming up with the the lulu crew uh no i don't think we have anything coming up uh stay tuned apparently. though i saw that you guys are broadcasting on friday right you usually do a little yeah live i there. i did the live and we had some new inventory so i did the live on friday okay cool uh push some stuff lulu uh Right yeah, I'll pop it up. It. I'll pop it up so they Bam. can see, and then flip it around. Lulu row. Lulu row. They only make five thousand of each item. <laughs> I love the flamingos too. Bam. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my name's Bob, and this is my brother Sam. This is my friend Kevin. You've been listening to another episode of the Bobcast. With you as always is Bob. I don't know why I'm sitting back down because the show is now <laughs> over. <laughs> but uh, sorry. Peace out, everybody. Have a good week. Woo! We'll go out with something. 